Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks making love. American made. Listen up, Maximilfs and Preta Clowns. You are listening to Prime Cuts, a non linear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Nero. I'm your other host, Audrey. And it's time to go beast mode. Uh, I would, I would go to Twitter if this is what Mr. Beast. You know that thing. I would go to school if this was the uniform. This I would go to Twitter if. Uh huh. This was the Mr. Beast. The, the, the rat, rat trap calls Optimus Primal Mr. Beast in the in the in the in uh, in Rise of the Beasts. I'm manifesting that. Uh, to hurt all of you. <laughs> so yeah, we are embarking on a, on an exciting new venture here, uh, with Beast Wars Part One and Two. Yeah, interesting. We'll get more into this as we start talking about the show. But uh, Beast Wars, it's been a hot minute since I watched Beast Wars. I don't think I've watched it since twenty eleven. Um. So, uh, Beast Beast Wars truly is like duality of show because I would say, with possibly the exception of like Unicron and Cybertron, it's the worst one to look at. Oh, and Beast Machines. Beast Machines is bad to look at for different reasons than Beast Wars. Yeah, but yeah, Energon is very bad uh to look at i would say cybertron is is in some ways better than beast wars and another's not okay um yeah but it is it's so bad to look at it's so it's, agonizingly okay. bad i have i i like put down a list of like four different things that i compared it to and they're all just m- miserable it has some of the best writing though <laughs> yeah in the in the franchise um and I don't mean that in like the overarching plot, which is not great. Um, it's fine, like it's not bad, but but in like the line to line dialogue, it is some of the snappiest dialogue yeah. in the franchise. Um, but it looks like ass. <laughs> and it's worth noting that it does actually have an overarching plot, which is you know this was the '90s. We were fooling around with you know serialized television deciding can we trust our audience of of idiot babies enough to uh have like a like a consistent plot week to week and kind of this this is one of those like semi-serialized ones where it does have a plot but it doesn't really kick in until like uh the second half of the first season i would say yeah but uh so this is obviously if you look at it you can tell this is from uh 1996 it looks bad of its time. How do I look, honey? <laughs> I think specifically <laughs> one of the things that looks the worst about Beast Wars, uh, especially very early on, the backgrounds are atrocious. The background, not only are the backgrounds atrocious, which they are, they are animated atrociously <laughs> in the few moments where they are animated, and they are so non-distinct, like distinct. There's uh, let, let's start talking about it because I want to talk about 
within like the first two minutes of the show, you are asking yourself, where is this supposed to be? What biome is this? Yeah. <laughs> where <laughs> where these things, these animal forms are being scanned. Um, so the first episode, you're g- possibly the most creative uh titles for opening episodes in the franchise uh it's beast wars part part one stop me if you heard this one before it's deep space two (laughs) ships from opposing factions of cybertronians are chasing each other down and fighting to the death capulets and montagues and they crash (laughs) land on a mysterious planet that definitely isn't earth don't two ships alike in dignity so uh, although this is an interesting spin, um, it is uh, the the setup we get from this very it, it, the 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 introductory dialogue. It's 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 fairly smooth exposition, actually, all things considered. Yeah, uh, you've got the the Predacon ship being pursued by a Maximal ship, who, as we will learn, uh, this Maximal ship is not crewed by soldiers or warriors. It is a like science team. It is like a fucking. It's a bunch of fucking nerds. Uh, basically, who just happened to be the only ship around to pursue this a group of renegade Predacons that have stolen something important from Cybertron, which we'll learn more about much later. Yeah, why they were sent to do this remains unclear. <laughs> yes, uh, it, it's literally because they were the closest ones. They're like, well, you guys have to do it. Um, so they've gone through this warp gate, and both ships are, are pretty fucked up now from the space battle, and, and they're both kind of crashing towards this uh, mysterious unnamed planet. Yeah, so a couple things happened uh, here. First of all, I had my first comparison again, looking at this for the first time in more than a decade, um, which is, you know what this actually feels like? 1995 education games oh, fuck. on the PC. Uh, it kind of does have that vibe. It, it spe- you know what I noticed a lot? Because this is the 90s. This soundtrack is like 70% meaty pan flutes. It's meaty pan flutes and then African drums. Yes. It makes me insane. It's, it's so bad. It's, it's so you know those, um, bad. They're like, you know, they're like, ooh, we have animals from Africa. So you get generic African drums for 90% of your scene. Fucking worldmusic.mp4. Um, <laughs> do you know what it sounds like? It sounds like the intro to the eyewitness so edutainment tapes. That's what the, that's yes, what the soundtrack to Beast Wars is. And a, yeah. <laughs> and it, it's animated similarly <laughs> so the predacons are led by megatron and the maximals are led by optimus these are not the same guys though the fun fact very early on in beast wars development it was uh like conceptualized as a true continuation of g1 if you look at the toy bios for the very first wave of like optimus and megatron toys uh, you will see that they are they are being referred to as the same characters as G1. That is not the case. These are new guys. Um, I mean, they're both dead by season three. So. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, by the way, Megatron has the cuntiest navigation. <laughs> I was I put down the the Predacons <laughs> fucking sexy computer. What is up with this computer? It's not even that it, it's not even just that it's sexy. It's so like blase. It's so bored of everything. Well, so Megatron when you, they like when you consider how this Megatron acts, it only fits. I mean, I know, but like so they like 
crash down and Megatron's like, is this Earth or you're looking for Earth? And the computer's like, well, maybe. <laughs> it's like, I can't tell. It's the right coordinates, but it doesn't match the profile. And it's like, girl, what's going on with you? <laughs> she got jostled in the crash. So, yes, of course, we have heard these these main lead voices before. This is yeah. Gary Chalk as Optimus Primal and David Kay as Megatron, both of whom played Optimus and Megatron throughout the Unicron trilogy. However, due to the fact that this uh, had a real like vocal direction and not was like rushed in in two months or whatever the fuck happened with armada these performances are much 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 better these are the like yeah it is like again it's also like better written in terms of the actual dialogue right again like the story is nothing to write home about i'm gonna be honest with y'all um but like the line to line dialogue is really good (laughs) so they were actually able they actually had material to work with as opposed to armada which was if if you got an accurate translation, you were doing well in Armada. Yeah, but so yeah, the, the both have crash landed on the in this like in the same general area, which has got a lot of different. It's like a fucking Minecraft biome where it's like there's a savanna right next to a desert, right next to a mountain range, right next to a tundra, as we'll see soon. Which like I wouldn't honestly give a shit about that much if they actually kept the animals. In the correct one for all of them, but they don't. They start scanning. We're about to get to them starting scan life forms. And there's a cheetah underneath a gorilla in a grassland. There's a lot to, there's a lot going on here. So, and I don't mean like, I don't mean like, to be clear, I don't mean like a Serengeti, like shrubland or whatever. I mean like a suburban lawn green (laughs) grassland. So, yeah, but the main problem is as as the as the as the like fucking femme fatale Paracon computer informs Megatron, uh, this planet is absolutely flush with energon. In fact, it's so flush with energon that being outside will fucking kill you. So you gotta cloak all of that, uh, all of those robot bits and some meat. A crystal of immediate drunk. So. They use they they scan the local life forms to create these techno organic shells to allow them to like uh, traverse. Um, the Predacons now it's an interesting bunch of of creatures that we get here. So the Predacons scan either the fossils of extinct dinosaurs or bugs. Well, it's just what's around them. Yes, and apparently so the, they uh, just the- scan the closest five. Like complete skeletons, I guess, happen to be two a Velociraptor uh, fossil, a T Rex fossil, and then bugs. And a pterosaur is around there somewhere. I guess. oh, but that's right. I for- sorry, I forgot. Sorry, pterosaur. Uh, meanwhile, the Maximals they find a gorilla, a rhino, and some cheetahs and a rat. That's the weirdest one. The the most fucked up thing isn't the cheetahs hanging out next to the next to the the gorilla in the tree over the rhino. It's that there's like a New York rat also on that same tree. What is <laughs> That's happening? Just Rat-trap. What is happening? Here? Rattrap scanned his accent at the same time. That's right. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> a, a, well, one thing. So my second comparison. It looks like one of those algorithmically created kid videos. <laughs> 
Uh, so number rat so trap number Elsa two. pregnant goes to McDonald's. Um, now I want to be very clear here that we get to see these forms and they look like dog shit. Ugh. There are exactly there are exactly two characters whose beast forms, in my opinion, look okay, and one of them is Rat Trap, mm-hmm. um, who I think basically looks okay because of how basic the rat design is. And for reasons I can't tell, maybe some guy was just really into Velociraptors. Dinobot. Dinobot looks alright. Dinobot looks. Dinobot looks fine. And like when you see Dinobot talking, like it also looks fine. His expressions are fine. Dinobot looks fine. Everyone else looks like dog shit. Especially fucking Cheetor. Cheetor looks really quite bad. I mean, the the main problem well, here is not. <laughs> is actually optimus moving Ugh. optimus's walk cycle yes. is so fucked there's a reason i'm realizing now that he rides on rhinox yeah for most of this show while in beast four because his walk cycle as a gorilla is like the worst thing i've seen it's pretty bad he ke- his legs keep like clipping through his back um so yeah the main i think the main problem with this isn't necessarily just the model quality it's mostly the lighting uh, that really hurts this show. Everything looks very flat. Which, as with any show using this like brand new technology, they're w- they're going to get better at the lighting. The show does eventually look better. I'm not going to say it's like a a Star Wars Clone Wars difference between the beginning and end of the show, but it's definitely there. The show looks much nicer uh, by the second and third seasons than it does in the in these initial episodes, especially. Well, it's hard not to. The bar is on the yes. ground right now. This is like, again, from it, an aesthetic visual standpoint, like nigh unwatchable. It's pretty rough. But <laughs> so so we, we start off with the Maximals all introducing themselves to each other and the audience. And I got to ask, I got to ask, did none of these guys have names before this? Because all of them choose thematically appropriate names. The only one who has been named before this is Optimus and Megatron. Those are the only two that have normal names. Um, have they just I think, decided? Uh, my headcanon head is that all of them uh, had their like names now, their animal names, um, except for Cheetor, who names himself. And he, boy, Cheetor likes his new body. Maybe a little too much. Um... But yeah, we've got we, we'll learn, we'll kind of learn more about these characters as we go along, the Maximals especially. But the rundown here, you've got Optimus Primal, sort of your inexperienced uh, leader trying to hold all this fucking shit together, kind of similar to animated Optimus in many ways. Um, you got Rhinox, the the stoic intellectual big guy who knows what's going on. Uh, you've got Shidor, the yellow kid appeal character. With everything that that entails. Uh, and you've got Rattrap, who is... My husband. A complete fucking asshole. And, like, he is... All right. He is... He is he is the best thing to come out of Beast Wars and possibly this entire franchise. He is a foul-mouthed, cowardly scumbag. And he's one of, he's, he he's one of the good guys, and he's amazing. The fact that Rattrap is an Autobot is the best thing. Uh, like he sucks, he sucks so much, and I love him. I'm in, I'm in love with him. Yeah, our our hero faction is is pretty is pretty kind of kind of twisted, kind of dark. Because soon we'll get another addition 
to our yeah, cast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of which, we cut back over to the, the Predacon ship, which, by the way, is called the Dark Side with a Y. Um, and the, the Maximal ship is called the Axelon. They will never be named in the show. That is all from, like... Uh, like material internal materials that we that we saw later but those are the names of the ships um and we see a dinobot holding this golden disc and he is immediately trying to pull a star screen which is very funny because in pretty much every way uh dinobot is the polar opposite of star screen well, in these in these episodes, he is basically Starscream, but there is one vital difference Boys, between yes. between Dinobot and Starscream, which is that Dinobot commits to the bit and does not back down. He 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 chooses hills to die on every day and will die on them. Yeah, and he is calling Megatron a huge fucking idiot for stealing this golden disc, which certainly doesn't like any other famous golden disc that we know of um from earth and he's like you didn't you you failed you didn't bring us to earth where the fuck are we like i i need to take over this and and fucking get the situation corrected and mega now the best part of this is that megatron's like who are you calling an idiot and dinobot just turns around to him and goes you fucking you fight me fight me asshole and the dinobot is our first transformation into robot mode and also the first time we see that in this uh in this series to transform you gotta have a little a little code word if you're a, if you're a oh predacon God, yeah you say terrorize and if you're a maximal you say maximize to transform this will fucked up t-cogs they, they in the in the future timeline shit got real weird so this doesn't go well um scorponok blows dinobot up from the shadows and sends him flying like Team Rocket. And that's the last we'll see of him for the rest of the episode until the very end. It happens in like, it's like one second. Yeah. Like one second between Dinobot being like, fight me and Scorponok just like sending him blasting off again. Yep. Uh, And so the Predacons are going to go explore. Uh, Cheetor is also going to explore because he... Just wants to run really fast and see some other cheetahs and goes to hang out with them. And Optimus is like, "Can you, can you, can you not for two fucking minutes?" And uh, while Cheetor is doing that, another thing Rat Trap does constantly is question and berate Optimus Primal's authority all the time. It's. <laughs> The worst part of it is when he first does it, he's like, are you sure you're cut out for this? And Optimus is like, don't kill him, don't kill him, yeah, he's don't kill like, him. <laughs> like, one of our, you can just see Optimus like close his eyes and move on. To fucking t- count to ten, don't strangle the rat, don't strangle the rat. Uh, one of, uh, everyone has catchphrases in this in this show, and one of Optimus's is, shut up, rat trap. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Uh, he says it for the first time this episode, which is great. Uh, and one of Rat Traps is "We're all gonna die." He's he really is sort of like if Starscream was a good guy, which is why they paired them up in the IDW comics. Um, and why Starscream in the IDW comics is stop trying to to I know what you're doing. I did it better. Yes, <laughs> constantly. I did the same thing, but better. So. Cheetor is running through the the fucking low poly savanna and freaking out these other cheetahs who can clearly tell that he's some kind of fucked up freak cheetah. 
Um, he's a, he's an imposter. They see right through him. Um, but he runs into a really the faces. Sorry, the faces they make are like indescribable. Uh, the, whenever the animals emote, it's uh, it's it's something. It's all right. real. It's giving me. It's giving me like early Veggie Tales. Yes. It's giving me. It's serving. <laughs> you know. Absolutely. Um, and so y- it's serving cross arms realness. Serving fucking Xavier Renegade Angel. So, he, uh, Cheetor finds a really, really, really big bug, uh, like a freakishly big bug, a bug the size of a cheetah, and he goes, wait a minute, that's probably a Predacon. Well, no, he, like, what what he says is, so the cheetahs run away from it, uh-huh. from this huge giant wasp, and he's like, if they're running away from it, it's just the big bug, if they're running away from it, that probably means it's not normal, which means... It's a robot in disguise, right. and he looks directly at the camera and he winks. Robots in disguise. He literally says it. It's um, yeah. it's amazing. So he transforms. We got to talk about his gun. We do have to. We do have to talk about Shidor's gun briefly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's made of his guts. It's got textured intestines on it. Mm-hmm. That's all. We won't talk about his gun anymore. Um, but just keep that in mind. Hey, listen. Listen, Transformer shit. These do, especially. Um, all that techno-organic stuff, you know they're shitting. I mean, there, there's an entire episode <laughs> uh, later on where Rhinox gets infected by a quote-unquote uh, Energon-like emission virus. Mm-hmm. Where he's just far- is, is he, he farts. He's yep. farting. It's quality television, it's folks. It's quality television. So Cheetor and Waspmater get into a firefight. This is Waspmater, by the way. This is the. I hope everyone watched this and saw Waspmater be kind of a normal guy and be vaguely th- and like be kind of threatening. That will that will not I, that will not be so going Wasp- forward. Waspmater's my other husband. I love him. Leave Waspmater. No, alone. look he look. I love Waspmater. This is the last time Waspmater will be anything other than the universe's chew toy. Yeah, that's. I, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the show. Leave Waspinator. No, he, he's like he's like a he's like a fucking cosmic. The the cosmos has a target on his back. He soaks up all the misery in the world, um, and he's he, he gets blown up a lot, but he's fine. So he get he and Cheetor start to get into a fight. The other Maximals come running. Once they see the explosions, this is where we first see the image of. A gorilla and a gigantic rat riding a rhinoceros. And please get used to this image. You will be seeing it frequently. I mean, to be fair, it is better than the alternative, which is, again, seeing their own walk cycles, yeah. which are bad. The uh, the one that they got down pretty good is rhinoxes, because I imagine it's it's fairly easy to, to model a rhinoceros' walk cycle. Uh, yeah. Short legs, far apart. Yeah. So they're, they're running through... They get to Cheetor, and uh, of course, the other Predacons have also gotten there. Um, and we get a long sequence of all of them transforming individually. So there's like, okay, so they get there and they're like, Cheetor, we got your back. And Megatron's like, I don't think you do. I'm going to say you have problems of your own. And it's like, why is his cadence like that? Hey, hey. Why is his cadence like David K? Hey, what? So this Megatron, um, 
is my favorite. I Beast Wars Megatron. He's funny. Is so fucking funny in camp. However, despite that, he manages to still be a pretty pretty good villain, despite sounding j- just like that. I mean, famously, he ends most of his sentences with "Yes." Um, oh God! It, the, mm, yeah, he. Oh. Ooh, so to start this, to start, oh yeah, right, they're all transforming, we have to get through that first. They, tra- all uh, they all transform individually, they all say their names and, and either maximize or terrorize. Uh, the rest of the Predacons, by the way. It's so you know, it's so the kids know what to ask for exactly. in Toys R Us. Uh, the rest of the Predacons, we have Scorponok, who, get this, he's a scorpion. Uh, Waspinator, we've already met him. We've got Tarantulas. Who is? Uh, can you guess who Tarantula? What Tarantulas yeah, turns taran- into? He's a Tarantula. A dad. What's so funny about Tarantulas? He's that he's so normal. He's like a normal guy for the most part in these first episodes. Tarantulas is like a grade A freak. He is the number one sicko of the Transformers franchise. Yeah. Um. What does he transform into? A father. <laughs> a father of a beautiful baby boy. Who nothing bad will ever happen to. Oh, hi, Prowl. Um, and finally, Terrorosaur, who transforms into a Terrorosaur. <laughs> uh, and he's the star scream of the show. Make no mistake. You can hear it from the... He yeah. he flies. He has a screechy voice. Uh, he'll be the star no, scream. No, it's really forward. interesting. There are points when, like, Dinobot also has that really screechy yes. cadence, which is weird because... It's like not his character. So, but fun fact about uh, Dinobot and Rattrap and also Waspinator, uh, they are all voiced by Scott McNeil. So, you did great work, Scott. Uh, Dinobot and Rattrap, thank you for your service. Are going to have a lot of scenes going forward, like a lot of them, and like I would say a good forty percent of this show is just Scott McNeil talking to himself. And it's good because it's of it. It's fucking amazing. Anyway, they have a big firefight. They're blasting, they're shooting, they're shooting their guns. Uh eventually Cheetor gets pinned down and Optimus orders rat trap. Oh wait, wait, wait. Well, wait, I want it. There's one oh, thing. Yes. The the way that this fight starts is important because Optimus is like Optimus is trying to negotiate with Megatron, basically being like, "Right, we get a bit of backstory here, where Optimus is like, you know, the Maximals have been, uh, you know, in the Maximals and the Predacons have been in peace for hundreds of years. Why break that now?" And uh, you know, Megatron is like, "You've lived in peace. We've lived in oppression." Um, and we get some of the backstory there. And while Megatron's going on, and it's like, um, or Megatron something is like, we've learned to fight back, or we, we know how to strike when the, when the opportunity arises. And as he says that, Cheetor, um, shoots him in the face. And Optimus is horrified. Optimus is like, Cheetor! Megatron says, I like you, pussycat, yes. <laughs> That's right! Oh, oh goodness. A dirty shot like that. I like you, pussycat. Yes. And I stopped watching. Yeah, you just <laughs> I had to take a break. Yeah, you, you had to walk around the room after that one. Yeah, so <laughs> but, you know, interesting thing about this setting, obviously very different from G1, even though it is in the same continuity technically. Um 
So basically, what the the setup for the Beast Wars is that in the in far future, the descendants of the Autobots and the Decepticons are living in like an uneasy peace. Um, uh, I believe it, I think it's it's Haxer. I forget exactly what the name of it is. It, it will be talked about later. But um, Megatron is leading this group of like basically a, a terrorist splinter cell of Predacons in order to attempt to like reignite the great war the optimus specifically brings up the great war as a thing of the past uh later uh, earlier here so that that's the basics well we're about to start a new war the beast war damn uh so they fight yeah eventually both sides have to retreat because they can't stay in robot mode too long or else they start to like shut down from uh, energon surges so they got they got they got to go they got to go back in the in the meat suits. And the, the Maximals are heading back. They're like, yeah, boy, that was scary. Um oh, I wanted to talk about this. I, this this is amazing. So Optimus tells Ratrap to, "Hey, go help Cheetor. He's pinned down. Me and Rhinox will cover you." And Ratrap goes, "No." Is it crack? Is it crack that you're smoking? Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um and so Optimus uses his jetpack, by the way, Optimus Primal has a jetpack, <laughs> and also for a guy, you know, for a for the leader of like a science expedition, this dude is armed to the teeth. He has a hey jetpacks can be used for research. They're not necessarily here, military. Here's some other things that might be used for research: a wrist blaster, a twin yeah, pair of sim- rock. a twin pair of scimitars, to carve through rock, shoulder-mounted rocket launchers. To blast through rock. All of this is very normal scientific equipment. Um, it's to blast through rock. <laughs> so he flies over to get Cheetor, and I love when they're when they're coming back. Rhinox literally picks Rattrap up by the scruff of the neck and holds him up above the rock. They're easy for cover. It's like you're gonna help cover their fight. You're gonna help cover them, Rattrap. Okay, you're gonna shoot at the Predacons. Okay. So. Not to jump too ahead in this series, but Rhinox and Rattrap are dating. They are boyfriends. Um, and this is something you'll see Rhinox do to Rattrap a lot oh, yes. <laughs> over the course of the series. Just like scruff him like a kitten. Rhinox um, is always the guy who's trying to fucking get Rattrap to do anything. He's the only one successful about it anyway. Everyone's trying to do that, but Rhinox is the only one who can actually manage it for the most part. Um, but yeah, the, the Maxwells are heading back after that battle, and lo and behold, who is blocking their way but Dinobot, who, uh, after having compl- been completely fucking washed uh, on his attempt to take over the Predacons, has, uh, has come with an offer. He would like to join the Maximals as their leader. <laughs> this is non-negotiable. Well, he doesn't... Yeah, this is... Th- yeah, he- it's not that he would like to join. He is going to join the Maximals yes, as their leader. As their leader. Uh, and so he challenges Optimus to a duel on this very narrow rock bridge. And now we begin Beast Wars Part 2, where we, we, we begin with the rock bridge again. This one, for me, was not as fun as the first one, but... There's a, there, the, the climax of this episode is perhaps one of the most baffling things Transformers has ever put to television. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. But to start off, we've got we've got Dinobot and Optimus, and Optimus is going like, "Look, you can join if you want, but like, you're not you're not gonna be the leader. 
and Dinobot says, "Well, uh, the, the 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 terms of this agreement are are very strict, and so uh, I suppose we have no choice but to duel to the death for it." Yeah, and like. <laughs> Optimus is like, I don't want to fight you. And Dinobot's like, too late. Let's go on this extremely narrow land bridge. So they're they're fighting, they're fighting, and everyone's like, oh, I want to jump in, but I can't interfere. I would and specifically Cheetor yes. does. And Rattrap's like, don't do that, Cheetor. Yeah, che- Cheetor has slightly better impulse control than Rod uh, than Hot Rod does in the '86 movie. Only slightly, and also Rattrap. Yes, <laughs> this is literally restraining him. Yeah, he does have a have a have a, the world's biggest rat. Uh, restraining him so you know something to keep in mind for this series in particular is that the the scale of these characters is actually much smaller than normal which you won't see until later when you see them alongside g1 characters but these guys are almost like human sized uh at a certain point cybertronian scaled down to like preserve fuel efficiency efficiency so these guys are tiny these guys are these guys are little uh, they are basically animal, like real animal sized. Yeah, except for the t- the like three who really aren't. Uh, well, the two who really aren't, which are like three, no three, uh, Optimus, Megatron, and uh, Dinobot, who are quite large. So just imagine a New York rat the size of a man, and just keep that in okay. Your head. Rat Trap is the giant rat who makes all the rules. <laughs> that's that's Rat Trap. That's that's who Germa was talking about. That's him. So he's even animated the same way in that video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they're they're dueling. We we kind of finally that video actually might have better animation than these these episodes of Beast Wars. I think these are more f- fluid, but. Other than that, they're 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 kind of the same quality. Um, so they're dueling. We finally get to see more of Dino. Dinobot's weapons are truly bizarre. Um, so he's got he's got a he's got a he's got like a spinny sword. That's fine. It's got it's like a it's like a multi bladed like I don't really know how to describe it. It's a it's a weird looking sword. And then he's got like. His his tail splits into a thing and it spins and it's a, it's supposed to be a shield. I don't know how effective of a shield it is though. Like as you're gonna see, this show has to figure out what to do with all this, all these animal parts hanging off of these dudes. So sometimes they just become really weird weapons, such as Cheetor's it's, listen, organ gun. It be what it be. Um, and so they're fighting, and at a certain point, Dinobot gets fucking he, he gets he gets thrashed, and 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 Primal has him at the at at the point of his sword, ah, uh, but he reaches his hand out instead, and he Dinobot goes, "What are you doing? You should finish me off." And and Optimus goes, "No, we don't do that here." Uh, and, uh, and Dinobot says, "Ah, I see. Well, then maybe you should start and blast him with his eye beams." Yeah, Dinobot. He's got laser eyes. His character is also, like, very strange in a lot of ways. Because he's, like, honor-bound in some ways, and then he does shit like this. I think this is, like, he's still, he's still getting, he's still, like, got that Predacon in him. He's got that dog in him. 
um, where he's like trying to win by any means. But clearly, this the the this act means something to him because at, when Optimus slips and almost falls, Dinobot throws him back under the bridge and is like, "It's not honorable to let you fall to your death. I have to kill you personally with my bare hands. That's honorable." It's like, all right, man. And Me- Megatron chances upon this, and he's, like, introducing a third different worst thing. Yeah. Me killing both of you. So everyone, all of the di- all of the fucking Predacons are making bets on who's going to win, and Megatron's like, actually, I have a better idea. And he just orders all of the Predacons to shoot missiles at them. Yeah, so they're standing, again, they are fighting on this, like, land bridge over, like, I, I don't know, a... Four five hundred meter drop or something. It's, it's like, a big cliff. Like that's at least a mile down. Um and yeah, so event like they're they're trying to have their duel, but they're they're having to dodge all of these rockets, and then, uh, and then like Dinobot gets knocked down and he's hanging from the edge. So, but then oh, Optimus wh- grabs him. He transforms into beast mode. And like, oh, he's no. I remember what, well, it what is. actually happens. What happens is that before, like, as this happens in the last second, before the missiles impact, Optimus transforms into beast mode, and he tackle he like get down, Mister President's uh, Dinobot, um, and sends them both over the edge. But he's holding on by one hand. Uh, like all the <laughs> all of the Maximals are like. Optimus, no, he's dead forever. And Optimus is like, I will be soon if you do not help me up. God, please. Yeah. He's hanging on by his foot, right? His weird gorilla foot. Yeah, or I think it's literally, he is grabbing it with his hand. Um, oh, is it? I okay. think he's holding on to Dinobot with his weird gorilla foot because Dinobot did not transform into Beast Mode. So he is currently fucking dying from Energon Surge and he can't transform from there. And he's trying. Like, that's the most important thing. He is trying to, and Optimus is like, dude, stop, stop. You cannot transform while I'm holding your foot like this. And he's like, just, will- just gotta drop me, man. You gotta live. You won. And I was like, no, it's not how I roll. So yeah, maybe maybe letting you go would be the right thing to do. but Or maybe letting you go would be easier, but it's not right. I gotta, I gotta hold on to you, man. And so then Megatron's like, yeah. okay, fuck. Uh, I will go down with the ship, etc. Megatron's like, okay, fuck all this shit. Blow the bridge up. Yeah, but I'm done clowning around here. Kill them. And uh, yeah, they, they managed to, to get everyone up. Dynamot transforms into into uh, uh, beast mode and they all manage to escape right as the bridge collapses. Well, an important thing happens here is that while they're blowing up the bridge, um, some of the missiles go wide. That's right. And Scorponok's like... Because this is... Scorponok... This is important. Scorponok in this show has a powerful dumb guy voice. I love yes. I love Scorponok's voice. He he is the duh-duh... He's kind idiot. of a Patrick Star. He's like the duh-duh goo- idiot goon from... Oh, the bat. Watch out, Megatron. Look at the missiles. <laughs> uh, yeah, the missiles go wide and blow up a nearby mountain, which turns out to be... Wait... I need to talk about how this is animated. It's not. Um, the answer is that it's not. You don't. <laughs> it looks like. So here's my third comparison. Um, explodes a mountain like a 1997 Spyro game. Yeah. You don't see the missiles. The mountain just kind of crumbles away. Um, and you see it's made of Energon. And, and Megatron's Megatron nuts right then and there. He's like, oh, fuck. That's so much Energon. Oh, shit. One other thing that happens as the bridge collapses is that all of the Maximals are running across to the other side. I don't know why. 
Um, and Rat Trap almost falls because he's not fast enough. And uh, Optimus saves him. And like they just sort of stare at each other. And Optimus is like, a thank you would be welcome. And <laughs> Rat Trap's like, yeah, well, you're the leader. It's your job to do this. Uh-huh. What an just <laughs> He's such an asshole. Fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, so ever all the Maximals are like, that's probably bad. We don't want the Predacons to get that much energon. Uh, and Rattrap's like, hey, can we kill this guy? <laughs> can we kill this motherfucker? Uh, pointing at Dinobot. Uh, Rattrap doesn't even ask. He just like immediately goes. Oh for yeah, it. He, he he like. Well, no, he tells Rhinox to do it. He's like, Rhinox, kill this guy. <laughs> Yeah, ice this dude. And he he does. He goes for it. Rhinox's like, yeah, you got it. Because they're dating. And Alton's like, wait, no. Uh, we need to, like, y- use him for information. And so he kind of he, he asks Dinobot, what do, you, what do you think Megatron's going to do with this? And Dinobot thinks for a minute. He's like, he's not going to send the flyers in because they can't do anything. Tarantulas is the only one who's skillful enough to, like, cut that those crystals into anything usable. Uh, so we, we just have to beat them there and like take him out and saying Dinobot's going to go with him. Cause you know, he doesn't really like the Maximals, but like you, man, he fucking hates Megatron. He hates that dude so much. And uh, while, while they're heading over there, they, uh, the, the other, the, the Maximals like come upon something weird. So like, they're like going through this cave and Rattrap is still like, I don't trust, this scaly motherfucker we should just kill him uh but as they look down they see that stonehenge is here it's stonehenge and it's here and all of them just kind of look at each other they're like well we didn't build that and the predacons didn't build that so what the fuck is that and that's a surprise tool that will help us later uh then wasp oh, this show is such a mess <laughs> i think that the, the the main arc the main plot of beast wars actually is better than you remember it gets really weird really truly bizarre towards the end which is i think is kind of cool like i said i don't think it's bad i just don't think it's like particularly um like knockout or whatever no, you know but it is crazy and that's what i like um so I didn't. Yeah, listen. I just said it was a mess. I didn't say it was a good or bad mess. I just said it was a mess. So the, the Waspader and Terrace were flying around. So the, the 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 Maximals go to like try and shoot at them, but Optimus like, wait, hang on. If you shoot at them, you might cause a fucking cave in. And Dinobot says, bet. Uh, but for uh, well, first Optimus uses once again his fucking jetpack to fly out and blow them the fuck up. Optimus Primal is. One of the most OP guys to ever exist. He's so strong. He do get things done. He do get things done. And you know what? There's actually some like a part that's like very enjoyable about watching a character who's actually good at this shit. Yeah, do this shit. You know what I mean? Like it's because the thing is, he know he knows that he only has like five minutes in robot mode to do anything. So he's like. All right, I will. I will be the most expedient and skillful combatant I can, and he he gets that shit done. Yeah, and uh, he knocks both Pterosaur and uh, and Waspinator down, who are like they are forced to transform to not get fucked up by the Energon. And Dinobot's like, no, <laughs> fleeing enemies, 
perfect targets for me. What the fuck are the Geneva Conventions? Those don't exist. And he starts blasting them with his eye beams, which is once again the funniest projectile weapon any Transformer has ever had. And you won't believe what happens next, folks. He causes a cave in and nearly kills Rhinox. <laughs> and uh, Rat Trap sees this and he says, and I took that personally. Uh, and he's like, fucking ice this guy. And there's this great moment where like Rat Trap's like, where Dinobot's like, do you have a problem? Optimus is like, okay, both of you chill out. And Dinobot's like, do you have a problem with me? And Ratchet's like, yeah, I have a problem with you. And then they both transform and Ratchet comes up to like his thigh. He literally, okay, here's the thing. If, all right, ima- imagine if you will, the, the Beast Wars released today and it looked much nicer. The fandom would go absolutely fucking nuts over these two. They have everything. They have this like, this this bitter rivalry, but maybe there's something else. And also, there's a colossal size difference. Mm-hmm. There sure. Fuck, buddy. There sure is. Like, if Beast Wars didn't look like that, and it and it was like um a, a new the hip new Transformer series. Imagine it. Imagine the, the filth that the internet would create. It's probably out there anyway. Oh, I'm rotating in my head. Trust me. <laughs> so they before any of that can happen, they 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 soldier on, and uh, Tarantulas informs Megatron that like, hey man, uh, the mountain, the Energon up there, yeah, that's so strong that if you transform, you basically die instantly. So we're locked into beast form, and Megatron's like, well, that's fine. So are the Maximals. <laughs> what the fuck ever. So. What results, as the Maximals and Predacons converge on the peak of Energon Mountain, is... My favorite uh, clip from Fantasia. A bunch of ugly CGI animals beating the shit out of each other. It looks like... It It looks awful. This is like... This is like the other side of the spectrum of the Bayverse me- movies, where it is just like indecipherable shapes. Yeah, it's like... It's just polygons smashing into each other instead yeah. of like a car wreck. <laughs> Like a, the, right. the the crossover between a car wreck and an orgy of violence. So yeah, but the only notable things that really happen here are are the things that Optimus and Megatron do because they they really do beat the shit out of each other. Um, yeah, Megatron fucking chomps on Optimus's leg. Optimus gives him the fucking giant swing. Goes goes gorilla mode on his ass. It's uh, it's it's pretty nasty. Oh, the rest of them, I don't really know what the rest of them did. It's all a blur. It's so much of a blur. I think Rhinox sits on somebody at some point. I don't really know. It truly literally does not matter. Do not worry the about it. The important thing is that both both Megatron and Optimus are fucked up now. And Megatron and Optimus is like, you give up Megatron, you've lost. And Megatron's like, actually, you've forgotten. I always have one trick up my sleeve. Suicidal retribution, <laughs> and he transforms into robot mode to fire a missile at Optimus. But oh shit! What's that? That's Dinobot's music, and he the music is just oh, and he God. and he Dinobot knocks the missile off course with his tail so that it doesn't hit Optimus and instead slams into the mountain, which you know causes it to start exploding because Energon is highly unstable. And Megatron seemingly dies. We see the light leave his eyes. Spoiler alert. No. Though I will say, listen, this happens at the start of literally every Transformer series, okay? There's a multi-part episode. Megatron seemingly dies. 
every single time. It didn't. Ha- every it didn't time. happen in Armada. Armada is the only exception so far. Yeah, but like we've seen this. We know this story. We know. Okay, He's, he'll like, be this fine. Is, this is not. But like I think this is like the only one that where immediately Optimus is like no he's not dead absolutely he's like yeah I wouldn't count because yeah, Rattrap is like all right all that's done with uh, no more John Megatron's dead we're all good right and, and Optimus is like no you fucking idiot specifically what Optimus said is like no he'll be back and this is the start of a war. A beast war. And then cut the credits. Yeah, um, we get the fucking butt rock intro. By the way, fun fact, do you know what this show was called in Canada? Do you know this trivia? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, God, give me a second, let me think. I do, I do. Because they couldn't use, they couldn't call it Beast Wars because war was considered too violent a word for kids television up there. It's, um. It's the dumbest shit in the world. No, I don't know it. I don't it know it. I just called the Japanese name. Beasties. Oh, the wee little beasties, and yes, ain't ya? And yes, the badass guitar ripping intro, they do indeed scream Beasties. And it's amazing. Um Yeah, there's one more thing. So Dinobot and, and Optimus have a moment of like Dinobot going, This doesn't you know, I was I was simply repaying my my debt of honor. This doesn't mean I'm this doesn't mean I'm a maximal or anything. This doesn't mean I like you or anything, Optimus. You know, he's got the Sundari blush on his fucking raptor face or whatever. Um, and Optimus, like, doesn't even really see him. He goes, good enough, whatever. Yeah, so, you know what? Work in progress. That's fine. Uh, so, yeah, Dinobot will be staying with them for the time being. And that... Dinobot will, will return in the Avengers. We, we've, we've got a show, baby. Uh, you know what else we've got? questions i think we have one on twitter i believe from our usual twitter person let me just open that up here that's right z paladin at mommy amcha could rat trap do a ratatouille i think he might actually do a ratatouille in the show or at least yeah. something similar to it or no it's it's <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm thinking of a i'm thinking of the thing from the season two premiere where uh oh we're we're rat trap goes trans metal and has wheels now and and oh, dinobot yeah, rides uh-huh. on him like a little go-kart uh-huh <laughs> oh the show's good actually um <laughs> it gets good i will say that it gets they good. start they start getting wet and wild with it in the other seasons they're like all right fuck it we're gonna do whatever fusors trans metals we're getting crazy out here like like G one, which came before it, just before it, uh, it took it took them a season to sort of get into the groove of uh, how batshit they wanted to get. Oh yeah. Um. So that's moving on to the Discord. Strawberry Jam, but a robot asks, "How do you feel after watching the first two episodes of one of the things that ruined Transformers forever?" We completely forgot to mention Truck Not Monkey. That's like the infamous Beast Wars thing. So, the one thing you gotta understand about the Transformers fandom, especially uh, the forums, right? They hate everything new. Like, whenever something new is announced, they immediately hate it and say that it's the death of the franchise. Every single time. The thing that, specifically the thing that ruined Transformers forever. Yes, and the first example of this is when Beast Wars was being it first being announced everyone was freaking the fuck out because like oh my god optimus prime is a fucking monkey this is stupid 
uh, and truck not monkey uh, became the like mocking the, the, like what people said to mock those people of like ah this truck go go do truck not monkey um, so yes everything ruined Transformers Forever you should ever I encourage everyone to go and look up ruined forever on the TF Wiki is a very good article. Yeah. Um, some other things include women. <laughs> <laughs> um, women ruin Transformers forever. Um, Pokemon. <laughs> literally CGI. Oh, God. And, like, look, there's nothing be- that better refutes that knee-jerk reaction than the place that Animated now holds in the fandom's heart. Because, like, everyone... I talked about it when we covered animated. Um, people fucking South Asians. <laughs> people fucking hated animated when it was first revealed. They they were like, "Ah, oh, this is kitty bullshit. This is fucking stupid." Now, where yeah. are they? Oh, animated is like one of the most beloved shows of all time. Damn, makes you think. And Beast Wars too. The Beast era is everyone. Everyone loves that shit now. So whenever whenever you see a new Transformers show. And you feel that urge to, like, jerk that knee. Uh, stay your hand and wait until it comes out. Unless it's the, the Netflix shows. Those those were, those were bad. I could tell those were bad from the beginning. I, I knew that one. I could smell that one. Okay. Rooster Teeth doesn't count. <laughs> they, are, they don't make real TV shows. <laughs> Rooster Teeth doesn't count. They're not a real animation studio. They do not make actual television. Next up from... Michael Bay's cream. What kind of oil do you think they covered the Play-Doh models in to get them? Sorry for that yeah. one. What kind of oil? I assume that was from the fucking Sunday or the Saturday viewing that I missed somehow. Did that? It was from me adding everyone and saying I regret to inform everyone that we're once again back at it at Michael Bay's cream. Oh, I don't want to think about Michael Bay's cream. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Back at it again at Michael Bay cream. Sam asked, what kind of oil do you think they covered the Play-Doh models in to get them to look like that? They are, especially, Scorponok is especially wet looking. Did you (laughs) notice that? He's like moist. I didn't, but go on. But yeah, they are, the the models, especially in robot mode, they're very shiny and wet looking. Uh, So I assume it's, um, they're all just, they're all just completely slathered in lube, head to toe. Very slippery. That's That's why the walk cycles look so awkward. Because they don't have any, they yeah. don't have any. It's not. Do not. Do, no, you do not get to grant their white their walk cycles that amnesty. They don't have any traction. They're too slippery and slidey. If you try to if you try to hug Ratchet, he's just gonna pop out of your arms like one of those fucking. Listen, I'm gonna say a sentence that's going to make everyone unhappy. But Optimus Primal's lubricated thighs Ugh. are not making them clip through his ass. Well, there's the, there's the title of the episode. Anyway. <laughs> Pilot Light asks, did you ever get the complimentary tiger poster? No, I never had any zoo books. You know what I did have, though? Uh, you know what I did have from that that period of, like, mail order things? I had weird and wild creatures. That's what I had. It was like um these info cards of various things, and you, you put them in these little, these little boxes and organize them by category. It was, it was neat. I... I think my sister got the zoo books my sister's three years older than me so i think my sister got the zoo books um and she would have gotten the poster if there tiger was poster. the one also from pilot light why do they just know the names of the earth animals that's been bugging me it's uh the they're actually the ones who named them yeah 
That's right. Uh, I mean, there's like a there's weird recursive time going on here that we'll see later. Um, cause, yeah. Oh, by the way, one thing we didn't mention that's like the supposed to be the tell that it's not actually Earth is that the, there's two moons in the sky. Um, that will also come up later. Don't worry. Yeah, about that. that's right. Don't yep. worry about it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. The second moon doesn't matter. Don't. It's fine. That used to be up there. People don't know this. That yeah, that's literally just normal. What Earth used to look like. Sobwitch asks, "What would the Autobot slash Decepticon versions of Maximize and Terrorize be? It can't be Autobots roll out, and they have to scream it at the top of their lungs whenever they transform. Autobots." Automate. Automatize. Uh, autom- auto- atomize. Atomize and Decepticons deceive. Decepticons <laughs> decimate. Decepticons bust it down sexual style. I don't know. <laughs> it's so goofy that they have to yell that to transform. I love it. Um, Robinus Prime asks the age old questions of our ancestors Do we truck or do we monkey? I mean, sp- are we speaking person? Are we monkey? Speaking person? Are we dancer? Speaking personally, I I like the Beast era, but I I I do like a truck. I must admit, I do like a truck. I'm glad that the Beast era is here, and I think there's a lot of cool stuff in it. But if I'm gonna be real, it's truck. I mean, yeah, uh, for me, it's obviously truck. I, I was never that into Beast Wars. So, you know, Primal is cool and all, but it's not. I think he's a really good like, character. I think he might be, like, as far as actual writing goes, he's really quite good. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I, I am liking Beast Wars more than I remembered. <laughs> um, it is tough for me to watch, but I am enjoying it. If I close my eyes, it's really good. But if you close your eyes, does yeah. it almost feel like Rat Trap is right there? God, I hope not. Um. So yeah, the, the from like that perspective, like ye, I, I, I like Primal, but like Optimus to me is the truck. He is a, he is a big red truck. Yeah. Um, from Leggy Spiderbot, what's your favorite version of bad guy joins the good guys permanently in fiction? It's got to be Avatar: The Last Airbender. Ah, uh, Zuko. I gotta Zuko's give it to Zuko. really good. I w- I was also gonna go with like you're gonna go Shira, aren't you? I mean, I like that a lot, but that's like a different thing. Honestly, what I was gonna say is the is the true classic, Vegeta, because the thing about mm-hmm. Vegeta, the thing that makes him so funny. As he doesn't really change all that much. <laughs> he just True. he's still a huge fucking prick. He just doesn't fight the good guys anymore. And I really like that dynamic. And that's kind of what Dinobot is. He is he's he's still an asshole. He's still a huge fucking asshole, but like he's vaguely aligned with the Maximals now, so he's just, he's just there. Um but yeah, I mean, obviously I do love Catra. But I think Zuko, Zuko is the Zuko is the blueprint. Zuko is like he, the thing about Zuko is that he's, like he's like the phenotype of guy joins bad guy joins heroes permanently, and like of doing it well, of giving him the space to actually like he's one of the only redemption arcs I've seen that actually works. Yeah, because he's given the space to actually do it. Like 
you have to really earn redemption and he's one of the only ones who actually like puts in the work not to just like make gestures but to at like a conscious emotional level and it takes him a long time to get there it takes like iroh basically dying uh for him to like sort of get to that point Uh, there's a reason um, any given like yeah redemption arc in that genre and in that space is compared directly to that because it it is kind of the gold standard addition the other route you can go is the vegeta route which is more what dinobot is um and what like some other yes uh like uh but like you know it's 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 there's all kinds out there really the the only thing i hate is when they half-ass it or it's like at the very end and it's like no you got you got to get there you got to earn it you got to fucking get down in the mud and and dig in there and get messy anyway leggy spiderbot also asks what do you think these folks vehicle modes would be we actually do have a canonical answer for all of those um botcon i think 2008 Eight or 2009 had the theme was like beast wars and it was specifically a prequel story to beast wars where you got to see everybody's um like cybertron modes and the answer is all of them are uh retools of various transformers cybertron toys i think they, they made a good fit rhinox is like a big front end loader uh optimus is like a big muscle car megatron is a, is a fucking it's like a giant missile truck or something i mean there's definitely other ones you could choose cheetah is a motorcycle right uh yes he is a motorcycle yeah that definitely fits but yeah like you there there are plenty of like pre beast wars material out there there's another one that the uh the collect it was it's a series of prose stories called beast wars uprising that kind of reimagines the the maximal predacon conflict um I've never personally read it, but it seems kind of interesting. And all of they all have like vehicle modes and stuff there. So yeah, interesting stuff. Um, but uh, the only important one is that is that Rhinox. Uh, actually, I don't. I don't like, what would Rattrap be? That's the question. Is he a dune buggy? A subway. A whole subway. A subway car. Yeah. That's big. Subway. Subway car. Subway car. That's still pretty big. It's his home he's, he's actually he's his body is actually very small it's just, he just masked his places exactly oh god i don't want to imagine rat trap being the team transportation instead of rhinox that's scary kind of a cat i'm imagining a kind of cat bus scenario here oh let's move on to our last question <laughs> at leggy spider leggy spiderbot once again asks what do you make of the predacons being called that especially with at least half of the og maximals at the moment being predator animals gorillas and cheetahs is gorilla predator i mean gorilla is an omnivore yeah i guess it is i don't know if it's like i don't know if it fills i don't i i'm not an ecologist it is it is technically a predator yeah. you can tell because their eyes face forward right um, I mean, uh, Predacons is have. I think they chose that one because it was a pre-existing name. It's a combiner team from G1 that alternated animals. And also, you have to like choose a name for an animal-based team that sounds evil. Exactly. So, so you, gotta, you gotta get Predacons in there. I don't know why Maximals is the. I guess mammals. Maximum I think, mammals. Yeah, probably. That would be my guess. Yeah. Because that's the real split. It's that all of the Predacons are, are insects and reptiles, and all of the Maximals are mammals, except for um, Dinobot, obviously, but that's a different thing. 
but yeah, I think that's the the actual split. Really, it's like uh, it's like all of the Decepticons being military equipment and the Autobots being like regular cars. Just a, just a classic, yeah, exactly a classic good and evil. Or divide. Decepticons being flyers, yes, versus Autobots being on the ground, which they do not have that advantage in this one. In fact, the best flyer is probably Optimus Primal. And that will only continue to be true as the series moves forward and he gets new bodies. Though, though he is the only one. <laughs> he is the only one. Well, they get another one later. Um, yes, yes, they do. But this is not a war of Ariel And I love her. And I love her. Oh, Ariel <laughs> Yes, that is it for our... But we, we haven't... You remember, women also ruin Transformers forever. Right. So we haven't gotten to them yet. That's right. They're, they're going to show up, including perhaps the most famous... Uh, the second most famous Transformer woman character of all time, other than RC. Black Arachnid? Yep. Yep. Uh, so that is it for our inaugural Beast Wars episode, of course. Uh, you can that we you can find us on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod and join our Discord where we just screened uh, Dark of the Moon for all of our adoring listeners and made everyone feel just sort of vaguely ill afterwards. <laughs> I relieved Nero of their terrible, terrible burden this time. Yeah, you streamed and it. And showed it twice myself as opposed to making them do it. It's not as bad. I was right in that it's not as bad as Revenge of the Fallen. It's not good. I mean, the bar is literally subterranean. The bar's in hell. It wasn't quite as racist, I guess. It was still kind of racist, but not to the degree, the, the like unending degree of Revenge of the Fallen. It was really more weirdly homophobic. Yeah, it's pretty homophobic. It has, well, and also nothing happens. Nothing happens. Like nothing happens in it. The Decepticons <laughs> blow up Chicago. It is two and a half hours long, and nothing happens in it. But yes, if you would, if you would, but Shockwave is there, so hey. He, well, he's not there for long. He's there for two minutes over the course of the movie, and says one thing. Um, but he's that's got- not true. He says two things. Um, he has another line when he discuss. Oh, he says the drill bot-, bot is hungry. Uh, he's a big worm. Yeah, you do see a lot of shockwaves worms. So if you're into that, Dark of the Moon is for you, I guess. His huge worm. It's real big. Um, but yeah, I mean, shockwaves cannon huge worm. If you if you want to watch Age of Extinction, which is kind of thematically in line with Beast Wars a little bit, <laughs> I guess. <sighs> Want to see a guy's face turn into a gun? You want to see Mark yeah, Wahlberg shotgun an entire Bud Light angrily? And be weird about his underage daughter? Then, boy howdy, that's the movie for you. <laughs> Do you want to see Stanley Tucci we... fucking slamming enough, it? Enough, Move on, move on, move on. I'm Nero. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at DragonSmoochie. You can also find me on co-host at Dragon Kisser. Nope, Dragon Snuggler. I always forget. Um... And you can find my various other projects in various other places, such as Ready Free Heidelin, back off of hiatus. We have returned at Heidelin Radio on Twitter and Ready Free Heidelin on co-host. Uh, By the way, I meant to tell you, and you can keep this in or take it out, whatever you choose. Um, but uh, I'm in the hyperfixation discord and someone did Final Fantasy 14 and everyone was talking about Radio Free Heidelin <gasps> and how much they like it. Oh! I'm keeping. So I thought you should. I'm that. keeping that in because I like my I like my ego getting lots lots of scratches. That's nice. Yeah. I'm gonna tell Jane that later. Uh. Anyway, yeah. Listen to Ready for Heidelin, everyone's favorite Final Fantasy 14 podcast. <laughs>
the reviews are in. And of course, I also, uh, I guess, yeah, the socials aren't for this aren't up quite yet. But by the time this comes out, uh, the first episode of me and Jane's next show, Talk Cycles. Oh, oh my God, dude. I have a problem and that problem is that i am addicted to po- if look if i didn't have a full-time job i would have like three more podcasts i oh a homie me too but i do have a full-time job so talk cycles is a monthly podcast we're, we're not crazy one a month mm-hmm. uh and we're what mm-hmm. we're gonna do is uh every every month we're gonna watch a, a a season of an animated show of a particular type from a particular time that kind of Avatar The Last Airbender semi-serialized early to mid-2000s kind of era, right? Or late, late 2010s. Um, and every month we're going to talk about the whole thing and, and what we thought. Our first episode is going to be on Infinity Train Book 2. Because we already did Infinity Train Book 1 for the, the Podcast of Power Patreon. Which you can find at Podcast of Power on Twitter. Um, that's a she show. But yeah, exciting things happening on, on my end. But that that's it for now. For me i'm audrey you can find me on tumblr twitter and co-host although i'm not active at that last one at optimum on prime my funny robot internet joke you can listen to the other podcast i do also on the noise space network um called pot of greed it's about Yu-Gi-Oh. we started uh Yu-Gi-Oh 5ds it's a good show it's a good show i, um, I gotta i gotta rewatch 5ds I, I i need to catch up on pot of greed and also actually watch 5ds because i've never seen it all the way through but it is good um i I am enjoying the hell out of it, like way more than I thought I would be. Um, uh, I am inching ever closer to uh, being able to release uh, information about the new podcast I have going up in the Moonshot Network, but not that quite there yet. And again, um, was uh, uh, cast in a radio drama that i can't share more information about at the moment either but uh hopefully more news coming about that soon and of course we are a member of the noise space network noise space dot xyz where you can find all of our wonderful colleagues making shows like dr huh and um digimon ghost gaze what have we not shouted out in a while uh uh the sonic shuffle hey, i think is still updating um Kamarocha Radio is coming back yeah. soon. Slappers Only came back recently. Hell yeah. There's one. Um yeah. Whatever you have, whatever you're interested in, you can find the show there. But uh that that'll be all for us this week. So until next time, I am going to clamber onto my trusty rhino steed and ride off into the sunset, transform and uh gorilla out. I don't know what the, the verb is for this one. Transform and maximize. Transform and maximize. There you go. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you the time and the weather in a weirdly (laughs) sexy, but also completely disengaged way. Transform and maximize. Beast. Peach. (laughs) Beast. (laughs) Oh, bad. All right. Bye. (laughs) 